John Cena, while you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. That there was a part of a pipe bomb. That is Reverse World. I am Rob E. Brooks, the moist of the moistless. And you're now tuned into the probably swearing, last nerve wearing, reverse relling, edge pilling, airwave riding, net gliding, sons of a gun. And on this episode, we're discussing outbreaks, outtakes, the fiend as a hotcake, and cash shit. Because this, this is the cash shit podcast. So, um, we before, well, before, before you say anything, I always have to hold in my damn laughter because of your name, the moist of the moistless. <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn fool. <laughs> I am who I am. I make no apologies about it. Um, yeah. And it is, you know, and speaking of <laughs> Phil Brooks, um, I'll never forget the disrespect of Undertaker taking on Brock Lesnar at uh, WrestleMania, whatever that was, whenever they uh, they ended the streak on accident. And when he came out, and it was all the caskets to the left of Taker when he came out, and the one that had CM Punk's name on it said Phil Brooks. <laughs> and I don't know who was so petty as to make that call, but his casket said Phil Brooks and I will never forgive anyone affiliated with that entire production, <laughs> with New, the city of New Orleans, with WWE, with those who concerted to make us, you know, attempt to believe that that was the actual booking for that match, and that Undertaker was not just concussed and forgot to make the count. Anyways, that, uh, that, that was is the opinion of Rob E. Moistly, whatever, <laughs> Rob E. Brooks. The voice of the voiceless. That is my opinion. I was there. There were people that were there with me, and I will never ever believe that the streak was supposed to end on that night. Um, that's just and and I'll fight whoever wants to fight me on that. You can I'll send you the link to this podcast when we we record. Feel free to jump in my mentions and let me know you want to be a host. I mean a guest host or a guest of the show, whatever the case may be, and I will give you the litany of reasons that I believe that that was not the intended outcome of that match. But we'll, we'll, we'll digress. Um, and feel free to laugh when I do my intros. My excuse me, real never knows whenever I do my own. <laughs> I never knows when I'm going to do, what I'm going to do for intros. So he will hear them normally for the first time the same way that you guys do. So normally he is caught kind of off guard. So if you know, Yes, if that's the, how I prefer it. I love it. If the spirit leads you to laugh, you know, feel, you know, feel free. Um, it sets the tone for the, for this. So uh, speaking of setting tones, um, mm. We knew fast lane was going to be fuckery. We knew it was going to be exit lane, as we as we said, and we knew everything that we said was going to happen. Essentially, happened. Um, I'm not uh, particularly. I don't know how I feel three weeks out that the card is still shaping itself. Uh, I did not think that they were going to announce what nights certain events were going to take place on certain matches because I thought that that was kind of the draw 
and would kind of help to push tickets. But I can see the argument for the adverse, you know, let people know what nights, you know, but I thought they would have held it until like maybe next week and then been like, okay, here's night one, here's night two. It's still not complete, which is why I thought they would have held it as well. But I thought that it would push the, the combo sales because you don't want to miss either night because you don't know which night's going to be what. Um, but right. I guess the, um, the reverse of that, though, is if I'm going all the way to Tampa, I'm not going to go to one night. <laughs> if I'm there, I'm exactly. going to both nights. If right. I'm there, and I, and I, I'm, I'm there. And I think that's the draw. I think the draw for me, if I'm WWE, and I can see both sides of this argument, but I know personally I will be like, don't announce the nights just yet. Hold the nights until we see where the sales are going, till we see how combo sales are doing. And then, you know, if it's not ticking the way we wanted to tick, we can announce what night is what night. Because then, you you know, you're opting to get somebody that wants to buy one ticket as opposed to two, which doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense to me. So I would have held it. But last night, they... Uh, they slid in a couple of, you know, uh, headers about what night certain matches were taking place right. on. Well, so. according to our stats and, and the figures, about 90-some percent of tickets sold were combo tickets. So they already know. Yeah. Well, and I'm also sure that a lot of those that did sell as combo tickets for that, because, you know, we're just trying to get them that a lot of that probably was getting bought up by third party. So, oh, absolutely. It, Scalpers yeah. bought most of the tickets. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bought the combo ones. So, I mean, you can count that as a sale and then a right. resale or whatever. I don't know. Because either, either way, way reselling them, you have to resell them as combo tickets. As you can't break ticket. them up. Right. So either exactly. way, it's a combo ticket sale. So they already know the majority has already purchased their combo tickets. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So maybe that's, that's why right. they were they, they kind of let it out of the bag. I don't know. But I would have, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Either way, because, I mean, everything about this is kind of last minute. And so it's kind of like, you know, but like we said prior to, Fastlane was going to be a zero consequence. Nothing major happened other than maybe we get a triple threat for the universal title, possibly. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I mean, I love Daniel Bryan. So for me, it's, but I am also kind of like, yeah. Um, yeah, that's going. I mean, that's going to be a good match. I, 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 there's, I don't have anything yeah. to say against it. Um, it just wasn't what I, you know, I, I didn't think we were going that route. But if we wanted to go that route, that won't be a bad match. And I think that with the booking that they have and then with who's involved on SmackDown, we may get one of our better triple threats that we've, than we've had in a long time. Oh, so, I have um, no doubt the match will be great. Um, I've, I've said on Twitter, I've probably said it here before, um, and it still remains true. Aside from Sasha versus Bianca, I really don't care about any match going into WrestleMania, the car, the official car that we have as it stands. I, I just do not care about the matches. I don't care about, you know, which side they, I, I just don't. With that being said, I'm glad we got our tickets and I can't wait to go to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me at this point, it's really about uh, breaking out of this COVID bubble. Um, it's celebrating the fact that, Everybody that's going with us has got one to two doses of their vaccination. If not, I think everybody will be ideally completely vaccinated by the time we go. Um, and we're still going to take all the appropriate precautions and protocols. Our group is less mm-hmm. than, you know, less than seven. Uh, it's going to be a small group. We're going to be they're doing pods for the, those who don't already know. Um, I'm going to have one uh, either the Shockmaster or Vader's actual mask. I'll have my own private oxygen. Um, that's the plan as of right now. I've been on the phone with Bill Gates all weekend. We're making that a thing. 
So um, yeah, I don't know beyond the beyond that point. You know, you know, we're doing all we need to do. We're going to be secluded. We're driving down instead of flying. Like you know, we're doing everything we can. I think for us, it's just like most of us haven't been to a live show in so long, and you're talking about people that go to minimum three live shows a year. So um, it's been in the line with the sacrifices we've all been making in regards to the things that we normally used to do pre-COVID. So I think that that's the bigger excitement is to get together to see each other to fellowship. Um, yeah, I want to go to uh, WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. Um, that's I'm it. sure yeah, it's going to be a good show. You know, I'm not saying the show is going to be horrible. I'm just saying I'm no, not, not caring about most of these. Matt, this is not the card I wanted. So you know, it is what it is. Um, and you know, some of the matches there's just really no story to them whatsoever. None. It's just hey, None. I want this shot. Okay, match me, huh? Dare I say, well, dare I say, it's literally on autopilot at this point. It's literally yeah. like, and, and I mean, and I mean, like, if there was, I mean, and, and autopilot so much so to the point that even this, like, the, the matches that have like an inkling of story, it's still very much like come out, point at the sign, match made. And then, it, it, then it's weird because commentary will be like, oh, if this gets made official, oh, bitch, they pointed at the sign, it's done. Like I, like the last time they did that about one match, they were like, "Oh God, well this gets made official." And literally after like the L from official came out of his mouth, a graphic came on the screen, and I was like, "Anyone that knows graphic design knows that y'all didn't make that graphic right that second. You didn't have time." So it, like, I, uh, it's so stupid. It's 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 very um. So I guess we can back up a little bit. Start with fast lane. Um, Nothing. It, it, Reginald was a device. The match that we said, you know, was to was to create more attention between Sasha and Bianca served well to do that. Um, I like that as a cause of the mess that's been going on around them. Bianca has eaten the pin, and Sasha's not eating the pin, so it kind of levels things back out. Because I, I don't like I don't like a contender losing going forward, but I also am tired of the you know like the ipso facto way of doing things. So I don't mind that both of them have taken L's because they've been distracted going into this and now need to refocus on that and create the necessary tension. Um, I think that could have happened in any tag match. I think that we could have had Natty and Tamina on the show. I think Reginald could have come down and still caught, did what he had been doing without it being, without it involving Naya and, uh, and Shayna, without it involving the tag team traps, because those could be getting featured somewhere else. Because now we are, we already know they're going to end up in some random, you know, fatal four-way with, with three of the teams that probably were more deserving. But, it, you know, either way, the way that it was going didn't have to necessarily happen. But it happened. It's done. Serious purpose. Cool. The rest of the card, uh, I barely really remember because we didn't have anything from Bobby. Sheamus and now, I will say, as much as I don't have to ever see Sheamus and, and, and Drew McAllister fight again, uh, or Why do you keep McAllister. calling this man Drew McAllister? Well, he's no, he's Drew McIntyre. I forget it's Seamus McAllister. Um, I don't ever have to see those two fight ever again. But what I will say is they beat the holy shit out of each other. Like that was I, I was enjoyable. I can't lie, though I did not want to see it. Though it served absolutely no purpose in regards to storyline. Um, Jesus Christ, do those two not take it to each other? <laughs> like God, yeah, it's the beating was, you only give your friends, and you only allow your friends. To, uh, to give you your real friends is like oh yeah there's trust hey, we're gonna there. beat the there's shit out of each other and you know get a drink later 
we're gonna rock and fucking roll when we go out here um it's yeah i wrote the song ike it's very much like yeah i know you did and you're gonna get your ass beat when everyone leaves um it's very it was literally like oh wow um that happened um i can't think of any other matches Outside it really school. doesn't matter. Let's just get to the feed. Nothing Before we get there, before we get there, before we get there, because I'm not... Hold on. Before we get there... I have nothing I to say about Fastlane outside of the feed. I really don't. Well, no, I will say this. They they found a way, because Fastlane is where, is where Daniel Bryan goes to die every year. So... Um, they did it in a way that was still that was credible and didn't really wash Daniel um, and still allow Roman to walk out in the style of champion that he is, while also to me taking old man edge a little bit closer to the opportunist that we kind of we kind of knew him to be. I liked the finish. I cannot lie to you. I was like, okay, I like this is I'm not mad. I didn't leave it like because you know, I was not excited because literally Roman goes over Daniel Bryan, who to me is a better overall wrestler and technician than majority of the roster. And um and Roman goes over him every time. But and it but it's kind of hit a sting flare kind of a thing for me. And I'm not as mad. But um the way that he he told Roman like you ain't been in there with nobody if you ain't tapped yet. And um and and to get the tap to and for it to not be seen because of Edge and for Edge to literally get up and, and to retaliate. I will say this though, had Edge done his job as fucking enforcer this would <laughs> It wouldn't have happened. I, uh, it, would, it wouldn't have happened. Edge, I, Edge uh, his head should have been on a swivel. He should have known Jay Uso was headed towards that ring. Like, he should have been like, if he was doing the job that he wanted to do by being winning that match against against Jay, if he had done his part, we wouldn't. Have, none of it would have progressed. But nonetheless, I get why I had to. I get why I did. It was good in my opinion. I'm not mad. We'll see what they do with it on Friday because there's two ways that it can go for me, and I really won't be mad at either. But there's I prefer, you know, one over the other. Either way, that happened, and then we get I to... I did not care. That That's my opinion on it. I, I did not care. I really didn't. I didn't care about um, anything that you just said that happened. I, I, I get it. No, I, I, no, trust me. I mean, it wasn't... None of it was earth-shattering. It was them making the most of, like, taking a dump on themselves. Like, it was like, oh, you got in a pamper. Cool. Man, I okay, absolutely we, expected Edge to cost Daniel <laughs> Bryan. I absolutely oh, yeah. expected everything that happened... Yeah, um, the promise of tapping Roman out, and I, I absolutely expected Roman to tap out with the ref not seeing it. Right. So Brian, as the babyface, could uphold his promise. Right. But though that's not novel or groundbreaking at all, it's storytelling, planting seeds, bringing all seeds to fruition, and then leading towards another potential outcome. And, oh, and, and I agree. Leading, and leaving questions for the next broadcast, which is what it's supposed to do. And it's mm-hmm. sad that we got to give them an award for doing what they're supposed to do because Raw doesn't. To be clear, I'm not saying it was bad or anything. I'm just saying I didn't care because I don't right. care no, about yeah. this you program. Shouldn't. They haven't made so, you. Yeah. No, I get you. I get that. I, I it is what it that. is. Totally understand. Anyway. So then, so we get to uh, The Fiend. Mm-hmm. Well, you wanted him back, right? I thought, you know, and I was getting ready to say maybe that milk carton, you know, that I put the fiend on the back of, or yeah. that I had the fiend on the back of. Maybe um, you were looking for him, right? Didn't we say he had to come back as a different <laughs> fiend? Did they not give us what we asked for? They gave us their version of what we asked for. They gave us a updated. 
different. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it yet. I can't lie. I know, and I know. Yeah, you're right. We we asked the the the, the premise, the parameters, the instructions that we gave were followed. I don't know that subjectively. I <laughs> I enjoyed. Do you like your wings fried crispy hard? <laughs> Do you like your wings <laughs> extra wet? Extra. <laughs> I don't I was like mm. uh, you know I I was I'm not gonna say I hated it and disliked it I I mean what else would he come back looking like <laughs> so it's, like when he came up and we got the full I was like okay <laughs> I know, well, I know but well, it, it's, it's still like because my last thing time is, I saw this nigga, he he was on fire. So okay, I mean, so, okay, so 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 here's where I'll here's where for me, um, it runs a little too costumey. This from the aesthetic from a state perspective, mm-hmm. but cool, whatever. Because I don't know what that looks like. You know, wrestling in it. I don't, I'm not sure what the wear and tear. I'm not sure if the you know the <laughs> the incinerated skin begins to curdle off by the end of the match, and now we're like I'm not sure where how sustainable it is in ring. I don't know yet. I don't know if this is just like a a pit stop until he begins to continue to like come out of this burnt cocoon. I don't know. I'm and I'm and I'm okay with taking the ride. I will be even more okay because to me this will be more of a mind fuck if we still keep Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Because then it's like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> then to me, it really is like, okay. Because, you know, The Fiend is a separate entity. You know, this, that, and the other. But whilst The Fiend's been gone, Bray's been gone, and Alexa has set in in his proxy, now it's kind of like, do we get Funhouse Bray back? Are we now reconciling that they're both the same person? Or it kind of creates a couple of things that I'm not sure that they thought about. Now, I trust that Bray has. I trust that Bray, because Bray normally has been very particular about his character, and, you know, I, I trust that he may have something. So because of that trust, I'm suspending my complete critique and just waiting to see what happens next. Cause it's really, it's almost like he's like, um, like, I, like we've only seen him in the ring twice. And like last night on raw, just kind of stood there. Ada RKO didn't get up immediately, but eventually got up and, and we went into the whole, the whole, you know, uh, wrap up. Um, I'm cautiously intrigued. That's what I'll say. You know, I, honestly, I, I I'll go wherever they take me at this point. They they burned the man alive and killed him. They murdered him. So again, where the fuck else can you take me? Uh, how much further than that can you go? So at this yeah, point, it's just <laughs> we're here. I'm on the train. Delicious. Keep riding. Go. Just where whatever. <laughs> Whatever, wherever, <laughs> let's just go. I. <laughs> How did you feel about Alexis? Alexis cover. <laughs> as soon as she did, I was like, "Oh, I, said, I hope oh. Randy don't get. I hope Randy don't get hard." <laughs> yeah, I said, "Oh, because so, you know we have the history of being too excited in the ring, yeah. winning championships and stuff." So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, this is very, very rated RKO. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, all right. And she, yeah, goes, was, oh, she's still there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's not moving. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to go off with her. Oh, okay. 
Well, um, Keith Orton. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. I said, well, this is intriguing, this cover. Um, can't say that I blame her, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that was pushing the envelope a little bit. A little attitude error there. Um, very interesting. Um, she's now scored a pinfall victory over a 14 time. Is he 14 or 15 time? 14? 14. I mean, he's 14. He's 14. Yeah, it was expected. It wasn't a match. It was it was a it was a story uh driver. Um yeah. Oh, and totally. Yeah, and whatever. It is what it is. I like I said, I'm here. Um obviously this is this is now the this is the space where Undertaker used to um Yeah, totally, you know, where it's like it's very different than everything else and you got to suspend even more disbelief watching this and you just got to go with whatever. Yeah. You just go with it. Like from everything else, just yeah. go with it when it's the fiend is involved. So yeah, it is I, and, it I, is. and that 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 I was more accustomed to to accustomed to doing because it, especially back way back in next we were younger, but it was also a lot more frequent, and we weren't too far removed from a character based era. So in this timeline, it's a little bit more concerning because he's one of the only characters like that at all now, and I don't trust them and how they book him, and so it's like uh, I'm just kind of like I said, cautiously intrigued. Is what I'm going to go with with the fiend, uh, but I'm but I'm signed in. I'm signed in. I'm logged in. I've done my VPN access. Um, my camera isn't showing the visual, but the audio's on. I'm muted. I'm having a coffee and I'm probably naked, but I'm I'm ready. You know what I'm not cautiously optimistic about. You know what I'm not cautiously <laughs> anything about. What? Okay. Well. <clears throat> Here we go. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. So, and this is not sour grapes about anything to do with Charlotte, whether it's it's shoot Corona or working Corona that she has. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little fishy over there, but whatever. I can't stand when people come out of nowhere and just be like, I want this. And they have it. It makes it even worse when it's a title shot at Wrestle. Mania. Now it would be okay if this person, talking about Rhea Ripley, had mm-hmm. any kind of case to fall back on, any kind of credential with the Raw brand or the main roster, period. Mm-hmm. Something. There is nothing. The only thing you can kind of say is that she was the runner up in the Royal Rumble. Okay, that's great. She was the first loser. She didn't win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> she has not had a single match on Raw. She has not beaten anybody. But she came out there, her first night on Raw, not having didn't even any... Didn't even wrestle. Just asked nothing, for it. Has nothing. Just and wants a title shot for the Royal Women's it. Championship and gets it. I hate that because there's, and we'll pro- there's not and even we'll a probably history. Win. We'll probably yeah, win. Probably. But there's no history there with Oscar. There's nothing. There's literally nothing to fall back on. So... You have now two Raws left. to. Te- There's no story. This is just a match for the title. It is uh-huh. impossible to create an intriguing, captivating story with uh-huh. two Raws left, which gives them, what, two segments? And I don't know if Charlotte's going to come back and inject herself and become a triple threat, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I can only go on what TV has told me now. And what TV has told me but, right now but is even that, versus Rhea. Even Charlotte coming back and injecting herself, that as well – much like a few weeks ago when she asked for it and said she wanted it, that as well was ipso facto, I'm just saying this thing I want. I, I, I haven't necessarily earned this slot or spot as of right now. 
Here's right. my thing but about it. But she has a case to where she can yeah. do that. Exactly. You know, she's and not a even seven two-time champion. She's a Royal <laughs> Rumble winner. She's beaten everybody on the Raw roster. She can absolutely go out there no. and call her shot. And even more than that, what they could have done if this was the plan, which you know that it wasn't for Rhea, like then the packages coming into this should have been a little bit less about Nightmare and more about the Survivor Series when she carried NXT to beating, you know, Raw and SmackDown. That small run that they had on, on you know, on the main brands, uh, some of her championship wins, her going over some of the women that are currently now as well from NXT on the roster, her going over Bianca, her going over uh, Shayna, her going over, you know, like establish the threat in a way, in terms of th- th- these parameters. And we know that it wasn't the original plan, but what makes me even more fucked up is that the original plan has been out of the window for so long. Y'all didn't have a, a singular contingency. Like, like the plan for Lacey Evans versus Charlotte Flair has been out of the window now for a month and a half. And we ain't baked nothing else. And then in route to that, like, because at that point you should expect, okay, well, that she got pregnant and that, that, that nicks that. And then we're in the middle of a pandemic. Y'all stay having an outbreak um, between um, uh, Casey uh, Catanamero, uh, <laughs> between her throwing parties and Chelsea Green throwing parties and everybody throwing COVID uh, super spreaders. You know, like anybody is liable to wind up, you know, there was supposed to be an outbreak last weekend, rumor, rumor, and and a few people were supposed to have got it at that point in time. But with that being said, with this being such a, uh, and uh, then it was the thing last week where they said Vince um, had was coming down heavy on people getting COVID and want everybody to be extra safe, this, that, and the other. And then we popped the next week, and it's rumors that Triple H, there's rumors that Charlotte, there's rumors that this person, that person, this person. And it's like, with everything being so fragile, you would think that you would have been working to build contingencies and or other stars. Like, for instance, you kept Drew in the peripheral just in case this thing with, with, with Lesnar didn't become a thing. You kept him viable in case you had to insert him into that equation. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't understand how we don't keep or make people viable. Because I can even, not even, just not even, not for nothing, not even giving a bunch of thought to this, but just imagine had... Um, uh, Raquel and Dakota won the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, defended them again, and now we done freed up Nia and Shayna. Arguably, two of the most dominant women in the division are now freed up to do various things. But we didn't look at that long term. We didn't look at that down the road. We didn't look at that and say, okay, what can we do? Da, 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 because we're not going to put the main belts on NXTP. Whatever the case may be, now we've booked ourselves into these corners because now you get ready to absorb another eight women or so and, and trying to get everyone on the car in a multi-woman tag match that's going to be of barely any consequence because you <laughs> haven't done anything with the Riot Squad. A Ravishing Glow is just that. And Tamina and, and Natty are just kind of catching steam, but they ain't been doing nothing long enough for us to be like, oh, this is getting ready to be a problem. It, it, it's, it's just that's I think that's my biggest grievance is just the lack of foresight and the lack of like contingency planning for your biggest event. Here, here's my other biggest problem with it is how stupid it makes all the other women look. If Rio mm-hmm. on her first night on Raw with no credibility for the main roster whatsoever, like j- just just none. 
you know, in single one-on-one fashion to be asking for a one-on-one shot at the title and getting it. Why isn't Lana? Why isn't Naomi doing it? Why, like, if all you have to do is go out there and say, hey, I want a shot at WrestleMania and you got it, why is all the women, why are all the women not doing this? Especially two in particular, two who actually win on a consistent basis, who have championships, Shane and Nia, one of which has pinned both Raw and SmackDown <laughs> champions recently. <laughs> Like right. it just it I, I hate it, and again, there is no way to make a captivating story with two segments left to tell it. Like, yeah, even it's, the leapfrog it's, it's of just even the... a, it's just a match, and I hate that for WrestleMania. It's just a fucking match. Yeah, I Here. hate it. Even the leapfrog for for Peyton, like she got her championship match last night. Um, but even like that that window in between the two weeks that she. Re- requested it and then she got it it was still like there wasn't really much said that could have been built towards that like even just showing her brooding backstage would have been a nice connection leading into this past monday same thing with that though it's like all we had to do was come out here and ask yeah i don't even think it was a title match um she would she I just got her, prov- her, her proving herself because yeah, she yeah, wanted so Oscar, her proving herself what was but the like, problem with if you're gonna have Rhea be the challenger, what was the problem of making this a four way match, number one contenders match? The last two being Rhea and mm-hmm. and Peyton, and Peyton proving herself against Rhea and and looking good there, not mm-hmm. against Oscar for what? And then have Rhea win the number one. Now you have a reason for this woman just walking up and getting a title shot because now the person who was supposed to or you know more likely than not to is out of the picture. So you have to do something to create a new challenger. And she just walks up and says, Hey, I want it. Um, okay. It's like, we, it's it. like we also said, um, oh. it's like we also said, um, the, whenever Peyton had her, you know, had her whole promo and we were like, Hey, can she deliver on that? Which not really. And then when we saw last night, it was decent, but it wasn't like the level of shit she talked, but it was also like, um, that you know, like just from a workplace and like a, a continuity perspective, like there's no way that I cut that promo and don't show up the next week and like knocking bitches in the head. Same thing with this next Monday. If that whole motherfucking roster ain't beating the dog shit out of Rhea Ripley, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I would clear my plate. I would clear my calendar. I would deny every uh, incoming um, calendar request <laughs> because I would be like, no, sweet, sweet girl, I'm going to be busy. Uh, beating up Ripple H. I ain't got time for shit else right now. Don't hit me about nothing else. I'll, we'll talk about that shit later. I got a, a bitch to knock out the minute I get on property next weekend. Like, next week. Like, that's, like, I don't understand. Like, this is like being at a job and someone gets a promotion over you that just walked in the door. Like, there's just no way that, because they didn't even, like I said, they didn't even position Rhea in a manner that said, this is the pedigree. All it was was like, it's time for some nightmares. Okay, cool, great. Um, they didn't posit her in a way to really highlight her work to then, ipso facto, axiomatically, give her an opportunity at the biggest show for one of your biggest prizes. It just literally makes no sense. It's no way she wouldn't meet me at the dough next week. It's not There's right. not even a story with her and Oscar, a history there to fall back on. There is literally nothing to fall back on here. Like, I just I just don't get it. I, I hate it. 
Um, it's the same with almost and AJ just all of a sudden being the number one contenders for tag team titles, even though they've never had a tag team match, even though almost has never even wrestled. It's just this is what's sour, souring me on the card and shit. I, I just don't care. But again, I'm going to have fun while I'm there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna and then I'm going to go. Uh, I'm gonna right. have an edible, uh, edible in my system, and I'm gonna be good. Uh, even, even this thing with Shane and Strowman, like literally off him just deciding to one day call him stupid. All right, like they—they're not even trying to weave in any of that Fight Club shit because they kind of had like a little blip during that Fight Club situation, um, Raw Underground or what Underground Railroad, whatever that mm-hmm. shit was back then. They could have tied any of that in zilch, nada. We don't even know as of right now beyond, like, the Raw Tag Teams the championships is in a really weird feud. And SmackDown, we haven't really heard yet what's going over, you know, with those titles. We can assume that it will involve the Street Profits, Dirty Dogs, yeah, whoever. And, and, season. <laughs> yeah, well, not even that, because I think it's going to wind up also involving uh, Z Mysterios and probably oh, um, uh, Alpha, Alpha Academy. So I think that's going to oh. probably be a four-way. Yeah, like, we're getting ready to get clusterfuck, last minute, let's get everyone visible on the card that we can get visible, and storyline, what's that? Like, it's going to, like, it's going to be, like, I think, like, the most story that we're getting right now is now The Fiend and Randy, because that's literally been going on for, you know, a good minute, um, and even a previous Mania, we got that. Uh, whether we get one-on-one Edge and Roman, whether we get, you know, the triple threat, there's the, individually... There's enough story between all three of them to kind of make that kind of, especially with all three of them have career threatening injuries or situations and all now being back at the high, at, at the pinnacle. That's, I mean, you can, you can, I can write that story. I can tell that lie. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Um, it, it is. And I don't want my apathy for it to, to make it seem like that. No, they haven't awesome made you care. They have not they, made you care. I, I mean, they're, they're trying, at least with that story, they're trying. And it's not because of the story. It's not because of the lack of story, because they are telling a story. This whole Daniel Bryan thing from Elimination Chamber and Edge winning the Royal Rumble. And they're telling a story. I just did not need Edge in the world title picture. So from jump, it was just given ugh, for me I it, because it's not where Roman's story should have gone. But. You know, it is what it is. Um, I they're don't at least mind it, telling I, the story. They're at least building, too. Yeah, it, it's got meat, and they could throw some more meat on it. If they even mm-hmm. took the approach that I just gave you of, like, all three men having their career to some degree paused and or shortened at some point in time and literally fighting back to be like the like that right there is – that's a story. That's a story. Now, now you so, know what would get me into it? You know that? what would clock me into that story? Is if Roman pulls a power move, if this gets made a triple threat and Brian gets added, Roman and Heyman need to pull a power move and say, nah, y'all not going to have two people in there gunning for me at the same time. This a, is this a fatal four-way now, because guess what? My side nigga Jey Uso is now part of this match. Now. I'm, I was going to get now. Give me that, and then I'm, then I'm clocked in, and then I'm interested, because there's a lot that you can do with that. Well, here's my thing about that as well, too, because I was going to ask last week, and I forgot to ask, in that perfect segue, what is his payoff? Because Jay Uso has had a banner year. Mm-hmm. What is his payoff? Because I do believe that that's an adequate payoff. I, I would love that wrinkle. Um, Absolutely. And, Put and, him in and, with, with Roman thinking, yeah, he's going to just do what I say in this match and keep one of them at bay while I'm taking down the other one. He's just going to do my bidding. And Jay, at some point, like, 
Nah, I got a <laughs> chance to win the title at WrestleMania, bro. You know, build that story. It's it's very easy. It's very simple. Y'all have been yeah, telling me for months. Yeah. Yeah, and then that makes you also kind of look at this like, oh, I don't know anything can happen in this situation. Exactly. And um, anything. and main and yeah, and then now and now main event, and not even that. Like, who is not watching the SmackDown after a WrestleMania where Jay Uso grabbed, <laughs> like, out of nowhere grabbed the World Championship? Like, you're waiting to get to that Friday to see like what the fuck is getting ready to go on, because that would complete their whole arc. That completes their entire arc right there. If yep. he grabbed that chance, because then it's, it's still in the family. I kept it in the family. Yeah, you know? no, no, I'm well, here for like, it. That's what I yeah, want. Like, yeah, that would take my that would take my wig, and it would leave Raymond James Stadium uh, in a helicopter. Yeah, that would definitely yeah, send me up and out. Um, Bianca and Sasha. Um, <laughs> when she slapped her, <laughs> slapped the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Trish Stratus slap. That was a oh, that was a oh, like and they called the girl a rookie. Wait, I'm the rookie. <laughs> my features and my shows ten times your pay. Like it, it, that right there, like was because I, I I love that you could take you could see the restraint. You could see like Bianca giving. Okay, girl. <laughs> All right, girl. Right, like Look. did she just slap? I think she just slapped me. Nah, she just slapped me. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. It's, it was. That's why I love Bianca so much. Now it's just like everything about her and the way she like moves, the way she acts. It's so natural, and we all, as black people, have a female cousin just like that. <laughs> the way she passively read her on SmackDown, when she was like, "You forgot your accomplishments. You're the boss." You're the standard. You're the blueprint. <laughs> Your hairline's uneven. You look dusty. Like <laughs> it was very much that, and I was like, what? "Like I'm just loving the responses, the, the 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 inflection, the facial expressions. It's so black. It is, and it's something. It's something black that I know black. because it's so black. And it's and it's like nuanced kind of black. So I know that that's not something they're being told to do. They're baking that in because of who they are. And I love. Oh, oh no, that's every, Bianca turning up the dial on who she actually is. Just like every great wrestler, you yeah. you you be you and you just turn the dial up. Um, really quickly while we're talking about things we like and women, um, I want to talk about something real quick in AEW. Okay. AEW has a gold mine on their hand. If they are not putting money behind Jade Cargill, that woman is stacked to the gods and has so much potential. Like her first match, the Shaq match, her and Red Velvet were cutting up. And is that is that body black sis? Is that body, with the Bob that was going back and forth with uh he, he, Co- up with Cody? Yep. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. she got into that <laughs> ring. Time. Yeah, she got into that ring and was like, oh, no, I could do this. And that first match was great. And then she had a match last week, a one-on-one match, her first one-on-one match. And it 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 very much has reminds me of when we first started watching um, Raquel and was like, Oh, if they let this marinate in a um, on top of the stove for a while, this is gonna this is gonna slay. This is gonna be something. Jade Cargill, they better be putting money behind her. They better be making sure she is in that ring training and doing all types of shit every damn week. Every time somebody see her, 
get her in that ring, get her with Dustin, and just because she is a big girl, she looks like straight up money. Yeah. Once you get her ability to speak together, because her promos are still very, I I'm I'm remembering. I have to say this. You know, they they kind of rough. Very Once she gets read. that together or gets a mouthpiece, it's over. It's over. Yeah, that, I mean, she looks like like oh, she looks like the Snyder Cut. She looks <laughs> she, <laughs> she looks like whoa, like huh, like top me, mama. Like she looks like okay, wait, huh? Like, yeah, no, yeah, she she's she's the one for them, and they they damn sure better take care of it and, and cultivate that into. Woo! Yeah, Jay Cargill. Um, they've got the I'm people watching. there. To, they've got their people. You know, the people there to groom her. They've got the appropriate people there to groom. So um, that made made me clock in a little bit more because I think there was a match with Thunder Rosa and somebody that you guys were kind of ranting about. Oh, and I was like, oh. oh, yeah, they they shut they shut shit the fuck down. Them some badasses right there. They really? they shut it okay. down. It may be yeah. time for me to go ahead and clock on it. You know, women's wrestling is going to be that's going to pull me. I, get I, me I would in. suggest watching that match. They main evented last week's Dynamite. They was they was whooping each other ass. They was beating the hell out of each other. It was given very much Trish and Victoria Survivor Series 2002. They were beating the shit out of each other, and yeah, it, it was great. It was great. Their their women's division is getting there. It it is so much better than it was a year ago, and it just keeps getting better. And with Jade, they have they have the money machine for their women's division in Jade Cargill if they do her right. And I have a feeling they are. I mean, it can it can easily eclipse Raw. Now, SmackDown and NXT, that's a different situation, but it can that's eclipse Raw pretty quickly. Um, because Raw just, you know, especially and if Charlotte is on any kind of a hiatus, uh, ooh, because I mean I think she pulled her Joker card from from her draw four from my understanding. <laughs> um Rumor has it, um, you know, Noah Dale. has it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, but yeah, yeah the, 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 she kind of leveraged uh, her her play space and time uh, to help Andrade to get out of his situation. And if that is true, I can promise you that it, that didn't happen without some feathers getting ruffled. So, all right. Well, the the queen. Um, we will. I don't know. I don't know when we'll see her again. And then, you know what? It, it may just be. You know. A political play to get some respect, and we see her in a, in a, in a couple of weeks or so. Um, right. There's still a chance she ends up on the card at Mania, but Ric Flair just said, you know, WrestleMania won't be the same without Charlotte, and it's the damn truth because she, regardless of whether you love her hit or not, she she is she is a mainstay. She she is a gem. She is one of the biggest stars in that company, and as I said before. She is the face of the women's division, no matter what you want to think. It's oh, Miss WrestleMania, missing WrestleMania is just mm. too on the nose for me. And <laughs> as well, do you think? And I haven't asked you this before, so this would be a cash exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that the women are now ready for a more pervasive storyline across the division. And when I say a pervasive storyline, you know, like, um, you know, when Vince was the, what was it with Undertaker when he was the... um, Higher power? 
the higher power or uh, even a woman's NWO or, um, you know, invasion angles or this, that. Are you, do you think that we, because I think that it is time for not, not necessarily a reset, um, but I do think we have enough currency to shake some things up. And I think the women that can absolutely help. do any damn thing. Agreed. Anything, anything. I think they the, are ready for think, any and everything. But I think it's time. I think it's time for oh, that absolutely. level of like, oh, what the fuck? I think I've spoken of like even wanting like, um, you know, uh, the, the angle with the uh, older women in it and things like that. I think you know, that have, and when I say older women, most of them are my age. So I'm, I'm just talking about veteran um women's wrestlers, you know, kind of starting an angle or stable of some sort or something more pervasive, you know, something that that goes down the road that has a bigger agenda than just the titles or this, that, and the other, something that feels a little bit like, you know, a long-run, long-term storytelling kind of a situation. I think that that could serve um, as a reset of sorts and uh, and kind of help them help give an injection um, to the division because I think that that would kind of help too. They are uh, ready for a huge storyline that is one of the main storylines across all brands. Like, like no matter what, like a top storyline. Um, yeah, uh, they are. They are ready. Yes. Um, yeah, I would love that. I, I would, I would love it. a. I would love something like that um, to run across all three. And I think it's that, that kind of a. I think that the idea that we ran a, a couple of weeks ago, just about you know veteran women's stable, that kind of is just like listen. Like all the praise going to the women's evolution is cool and all. Um, y'all skipping and skirting past the divas areas, whatever it needs to be, you know, even though it kept this thing, the doors open and lights on to some degree. But what y'all not going to do is, you know, and I, it would just kind of pretty much be from that approach. Like, you know, which is why I always defer to Mickey James or something like that. But I think that that could be dope. Um, another idea that I think would be dope, a nice tag team that I can see down the road, uh, kind of a, a vet with someone new and kind of like, you know, getting the green off of them. I would not mind seeing, and I know that I gave another tag team recently in the group chat, but I would like to see, I'm not sure if you clocked into her yet, but is it, I think it's Zoe Stark on NXT. Mm, I would I know not what you're mind, talking about. Mm-hmm. I would not mind her partnered and paired with like a, a Mercedes. That's a tag team to me. That's a, okay. That's a vicious and delicious. That's a, that's a that's a power and glory kind of a thing. Because let me tell you something. People may not see it yet, but that damn Zoe Stark, that's a motherfucking problem. That's what that is. And I mean, like, it's, right. it needs some... It, it's, it, you know, the, and I don't even think it needs a lot of... She's, she's going to be a perfect heel. She's got to already see that. And I get what they're doing now with endearing her. But that girl, like, you know, she had a... A one-off matchup against who, who that was against, but they gave her her first win, and I think her second match out was against Io, and like that girl held her weight in that ring, and then she came up against um, Dakota on uh, on last, and she's taking some big losses, but to people she should take losses too right now in her career, right? But that that girl is that was a good sign, right? You mean there. to that tell me the NXT is, knows how to tell a story? Is that what you're saying? Come on, somebody. So like an eventual heel turn. Like, if Robert Stone wanted to pick up an actual, like, if he wanted to further that brand, Mercedes Martinez and Zoe Stark as a tag team, Jesus, that's that's painful. That's painful. That's pain management right there. Like, those two, like those two women together would be something I would be afraid of. 
and that and Zoe's got some height on her and mass on her. She's like that's a that's a chiseled girl. So um, mm, well, thanks. I've got my, as Rob would say, <laughs> <laughs> I've got my eye on that one. NXT, I don't have no complaints. Um, they just they just do what they're gonna do. Um, I again still not crazy. We talked about this carrying cross. Um, yeah, no, I just. Yeah. I get it. I get what I get the space they want to feel. They love making monsters. They love doing that kind of a thing. Um, He's not hitting for me. Like I said before, it's it's it, that duo is about Scarlett for me. I love Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, Karen is just there, especially like in the ring. He's he's not his presentation doesn't his in ring work to me does not match or meet up with his presentation. Agreed. And uh, he also, uh, okay, I'm going to say this as well. His stature and his build also does not live up to his presentation as well. He's not that damn big. And they, they are putting up this thing that this is a big monster. That man is not much bigger than I am. <laughs> You know, I've stood next to him at conventions plenty of times. He like they're trying to present this like huge monster, but he's very medium. He's very medium. Yeah, I guess when you present him against Cole and Balor and O'Reilly, like he seems a little bit, you know, he's but they this uh, Lars Sullivan booking they're trying to give him is. I mean, I didn't like it for Lars. I, like, the, the only person I think that that kind of booking even makes any sense for is someone like a Walter, um, mm-hmm. where it's just like, God damn. Like, and even Walter, to me, this is going to sound strange to some people, but my brain works in really weird ways. But even Walter, to me, like, I wish he was a little bit older. Because, like, mm-hmm. to me, like, like the general, uh, that just kind of gives me veteran, that kind of, like, for him to be sitting over this faction with, you know, with a couple people in it that have, that are just like grizzled. It's kind of just like, nah. you know, like, yeah, like what, like what influence could he have over them besides him being like this massive, you know, uh, you know, Redwood. But outside of that, it's kind of like, sometimes I look at, him, I'm like, I wish he had like a little bit more age on him, you know, to kind of make this make sense in terms of like the politicking aspect of building a stable and getting people to follow you. I just mm. don't see that from someone so young and, and so new to the industry, but in terms of like just you know sheer volume of everything else, <laughs> sheer volume of humanity, you know, like I look at him and I'm like, oh okay, like like it's like oh wow, like yeah, that's a that's a big motherfucker, um, yeah, it, yeah, and I mean the more we see him, the better, and I mean he'll, he'll age with time and whatnot, you know, lower them in the creek don't rise. Um, but he'll he'll be here for a minute. But I mean, it's just it takes, and sometimes it just takes that. It takes just that familiarity as well. Because I kind of feel the same way, uh, the same way about um, meat done. And I did say meat. Um, I feel that way about meat done sometimes because it's kind of like it's you just don't know how young. Maybe it's just me getting older too. Maybe it's just me getting older. But I look at, at Pete, and it's like that's why I didn't mind McAfee being there because Pete feel like Pete feels like a peer. Or like a, a kid to Orny and, and Lorkin. So it's kind of like, right. how you know, I don't know. There's not much you can tell those two guys in the ring. So, you know, I need a reason to follow you. Unless you're like the rich brat kid. Like Shane McMahon made sense. He's the, he's the boss's son. He was rich. You following him, get it. That makes political sense. You get, like That's kind of the thing, but I, how I'm looking at it. But either, either way. Um, 
but yeah, uh, NXT beyond hearing and being bleh, um, they normally are hitting on all cylinders and they normally get listen. It's time for the crowning. It, it NXT stand and deliver night one main event. It's time for the crowning. She has to take it. I don't. It, I, it's I, it's I, done. I, and and, I, and, I, and here's the thing. Here's the and here's the difference for me. I can I I will suspend for the storytelling that they've told. I will suspend in my mind the reality that EO is a world class wrestler and it's better than the majority of the roster, male or female. I'll suspend that for the level of growth and storytelling I've seen come out of this situation. I have no problem with that. Raw, look at how they did that. Look at how they ate that. And then, like, and look at what you're doing with Rhea Ripley. It's this. It's it's it's. It, you haven't told the necessary story, and even with limited time, like you mentioned earlier, they could have had a fatal four way for a contendership match. They could have done anything to at least give us something to say this woman deserves the spot she's getting ready to be in. That's the difference, and that's why for me, yeah, crowner, it's time. There's no other time. Oh, if you yeah, don't do she... it now, if you don't do it now, you're gonna fuck it up. Do it now. Yeah. She it's is done. one of those who she has to win on her first attempt. Yes. Um, there, there's no failing at the first attempt. She, yeah. I love EO. Um, love she her. needs something to build back up to and to fight from underneath. From She needs to get her ass whooped. Raquel needs to go in there and destroy EO. Destroy <laughs> her. I'm talking go in there, bell rings, EO charges, get some offense in, Raquel shrugs that shit off, grabs her by her throat, choke bomb, one, two, three, goodbye. She has to wreck EO. I doubt that's going to happen, but I, it's I, I very, it, very, yes. very Bob Backlund Diesel, I, yeah, I totally understand it. Um, I don't know that, that Triple H will allow it to be that one-sided, but I do get the concept. Listen, I get sometimes it. you just run into a brick wall, no matter how great you are. <laughs> sometimes. All the time? No, sometimes. That means sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, what, you what makes it worse? A fucking wall, and that wall's name right now is Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs> what makes God it worse is that, is that EO asked for it. <laughs> That's what's gonna make it worse than EO demanded it. EO was like, bitch, run up, and it's gonna give okay. All right. You remember when John Cena, the man of all mans, the top of all top tier talents, remember when he got his ass whooped at SummerSlam to lose that belt? This is what it's given. Yeah, sometimes not even even that just not ready. He ate that when he ate that knee from Daniel Bryan, when he ate that shit from CM Punk, and now that's that is the one argument I forget who brought it up at some point in time, but just the one argument about the amount of people that Cena over time did put over, um, and I think that does get looked over. Um, oh, of course, he, yeah, and I and I and I, I get why it gets looked over as well. I do get why it gets looked over as well, but um, but yeah, but uh, Raquel, yeah, I I, I, will, I will not have a problem. With her leaving that girl laying. And I like the small seeds of dissension they're already planting. With Dakota. I'm here for it. I'm re- I love yeah, it. You know, here's why. I love it. I love it. Because Raquel is eventually going to be an over babyface. Over. Mm-hmm. Eventually. She mm-hmm. is go- like she is. I'm not being blasphemic here. <laughs> I- 
love her to death. She is all the good parts of China. Yeah. None of the bad. Yeah, I don't I do not disagree. I mean, even when you were mentioning the girl earlier, um, from AEJ, Jade. I was like, wow, I never wanted a black China. And like it was like, and we had one briefly. What was that girl that was with the um she had the dominatrix gimmick? Uh, in WWE with the Bastions. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't. I almost called her Midnight, but that was WCW. It wasn't with, Midnight. Um, yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll come back to me next, sh- rock, next, sh- next podcast. Shut, 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 ghetto, something ghetto. It was, it was, was it Shaniqua? It was a Shaniqua. Was it? I'm on my phone googling as we speak. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. She had the whip. She was at the Bashams. It might have been Shaniqua. I think it was Shaniqua. I think it was something like they tried to do something. Get- yeah, it was Shaniqua. Yeah, yeah Shaniqua. There you go. Shaniqua. <laughs> Linda M. Miles, and they called that girl Shaniqua. There you go. Linda Miles. I, there you go. How dare y'all? Anyways, but um, yeah, I was thinking that when we were talking about, you know, a girl about Jade, I was like, yeah, I didn't think about ever wanting a, a black China, but like that was literally. Yeah, and, I mean, and, black China. <laughs> black China. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, Raquel is literally everything done right. Uh, about yeah, I don't have I yeah, and what's She's crazy gonna be is an over baby face. I saw you. it, I saw it, and I know you haven't. If you get a chance, please go back and watch it. I saw it in the in the Megan Classic. I saw I, I talked about it very early. I was like, they got a problem with that girl. If they oh, keep absolutely. it, if they sign You're the her, first person who mentioned her to me, I was like, if they keep that girl and do something like I said, they got a problem with that. So this is definitely Gonzalez Hive over here, Gonzalez Gang over here. <laughs> Very much, very much, Gonzalez gang. Um, yeah, definitely. And speaking of China, I that's that's a, something that's also kind of scaring me about the Charlotte situation because we know their history with women when they get too big. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a little, mm, but I yep, hope that Charlotte. It, it, I said this to one of my friends. Charlotte may very well end up being the first female like transitional star and yeah. they might have fucked up by casting her in a ro- in a lead role for a movie for Hollywood to look at <laughs> because this yeah. um walking tall um movie it's a WWE studios production so they have a hand in this they cast her so they might, given, might end given up being her, a mistake they've given her the power she's now wielding and mm-hmm. i just don't want to see it turn into because that was if those of that are not familiar with China, that was kind of her situation. And, you know, I see champion twice, women's champion, said another, got big, was asking for more money, was kind of politicking. And granted, she had the space to do that, but at that time, women's wrestling wasn't where it is now. And she also was, you know, at that time, Triple H's ex, and there was a lot of mess that went on with that too. So I just don't want to see this sour because. Charlotte is playing the same game that the men play, mm-hmm. but yep. I don't want to. I don't want to see it sour because she is a woman. So I'm hoping it's, we don't have that issue. Some may say Sable um, was was first, and I I see that to a certain point. But when I say transitional star, yes, Sable was super popular popular outside of the WWF. Um, she she was the it girl for the WWF and outside of it. I'm talking about being successful at a major level in other ventures like movie, TV, 
and shit like that. They have not had a female be that. Charlotte may very well end up being that first one. Especially and, outside of, because a lot of those yeah. women did it, and, not, and this is not a slight at all, because I get it how you live, and I live for it, because I even own most of these, but a lot of them crossed over via uh, Playboy back then, too. Yeah. Playboy brought eyes outside of, and we were in a different era, and um, and that, you know, like China had like the two biggest covers of all time at that point in time. Silva had a cover, Tori Wilson had a cover, Candice Michelle, I think, went on to have a cover. Um, did Christy hear me? I think Christy did. Or was yeah, it Maria? Maria. I think all of them. Some, I, I had a cover. Shit. I had a Playboy cover. Um, <laughs> Everybody got a cover. You get a cover. <laughs> I just got the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, of course, Christy Hemi got a Playboy cover because that's when, you know, I kicked you so hard. <laughs> My damn she broke off. That's when uh Trish It's so hard you broke my boot. Yes. It's so hard you broke my boot. Yes. Oh my god, a time. What a time. That's one of the best promos of all time. First of all, with the spray paint. First of all, this is clearly a typo because you're no champion, honey. it just crossing out the word champion, but the part is she was reading her, but she was right. Like, what champion are you? <laughs> what belt have you held? Because the belt is currently sitting upon my shoulder. Yet they're calling you wrestling cha- you know, champion, sweetie. <laughs> oh, what a time! For what those who time. need to see that, I'm going to I'm going to pull that from somewhere and post it on the Instagram. Um, and if those that anyone has seen it, all two of you, um, I've, I've been putting you know iconic uh, promos, cash shit, you know, in the in the highlights on our Instagram. So I'll probably grab those two and uh, and slide that one in there because that is a peak promo, baby. That's whenever yeah, Trish got in her bag and yeah. she was just she just was out there winging it, and that, and that Canadian sass was coming through, and she was giving you Celine, but with a little bit of you know a little bit more sass <laughs> and. <laughs> That yeah, that's a good time in the Lord right there. But um, Indeed. yeah. So I guess we're looking forward to to, to mania. Um, you know, yeah, we're and have a good just, time in the pod. Yeah, we're gonna have one regar- regardless, 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 irregardless of the fact. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time. time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess we have. Uh, I guess one more. Po- this, wait, hold on. Is it one more podcast between now and, and mania week? I think two. Because yeah, one two. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely too. So we'll have one the, the go home week and one the, the week before. So we'll probably be back here next week, sound as sad as usual. Um, <laughs> and until then, and actually, that with the go home uh, podcast WrestleMania will be in person because I will at that point be be down there with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, until then, you can find us, uh, find me at uh, Roberts underscore rules on most social media, the Roberts rules on Facebook, because who uses that? Uh, and you can find a uh, real at reverse underscore real on uh, the Twitters and Instagram. On the Twitter well. machine. Yeah. And so until then, uh, we're signing off and this is the Cash Shit Podcast.